Historically, slaves were, were not compensated for their work. Today, we have economic slaves. An economic slave is one I define as one who's poorly compensated for their work. Now, we can just whine about the situation or we can take action. Let's talk exit strategy. You have tuned in to Debt Free Wealth Radio with Trudy Behrman. Thank you for taking me along with you on your mobile device, the web, or through my syndicated outlets. I bring you topics, programs, and products geared to move the Christian income earner to become a profitable steward who enjoys debt-free wealth because prosperity is not entitled, but it is within reach. Today's topic is economic slavery, voluntary sign-up for poorly paid servitude. Let's focus on the exit strategy. Working hard and working long hours with very little personal gain to show for it is an excellent definition of slavery. Yet so many sign up for that option daily and they do so voluntarily. And the longer that people stay in these kinds of jobs is the lower their quality of life, the tighter the noose around their necks, and the economic slavery is locked in as the new lifestyle. Historically, slaves were not compensated for their work, but an economic slave is poorly compensated for their work. That's how I define economic slavery, as a job with long hours or back-breaking work, a hard-ass boss, zero growth opportunity, and pay so small that it barely covers the necessities of life. Christian employers, I truly hope you are not among those paying unfair wages because the Bible advocates in Colossians 4.1, Masters, provide your slaves with what is right and fair because you know you also have a master in heaven. Instead of giving up those poor jobs, most just simply give up on their dreams, and this is sad. What you really need is an exit strategy. Your exit strategy from economic slavery to a better life has, in my estimation, three basic steps. But within those steps are probably several tasks, but in general, the steps are, one, make more money, Two, avoid debt. And three, keep more money. Deciding to exit may actually be the hardest of all because you may just have to create your own escape. But first, you have to decide to escape economic slavery. Decide to create your better life. Economic slavery has a way of developing into mental slavery. Sometimes being fired is a blessing in disguise because some of you won't decide to leave that noose-tightening job unless you're fired and forced to find another income source. Fired or not, no one is going to hand you a get-out-of-jail card. Having decided to escape, the next step is to take inventory of your skills, interests, resources, and network. Sometimes the, the Bible already tells us that in several places that we already have the seed to our harvest. We already have the seed to our harvest. The widow in 2 Kings 4, verses 1 through 7, she had her flask of oil. Moses had his walking stick. The disciples had five loaves and two fish. 
The Bible talks about the sower and his seed. God continues to ask us today, what is in your hand? So let's talk exit strategy that can help us move in the direction of finding our life's purpose and power. The fastest way out of economic slavery truly is to make more money. If you listen to Dave Ramsey and some of the other financial gurus, you may be convinced that cutting back, cutting corners, and cutting life is the only or the best way to improve your condition. While getting out of debt is a valid step in the process, they present it as the escape road. Making more money is, in my estimation, a faster way to crush existing debt while simultaneously contributing to your better life. So while we can always talk about debt management, over here in the Profitable Stewardship Camp, it is simply a step in the process, not the process to your better life. Income is necessary. A job is not. You can create additional income without necessarily getting another J-O-B. Use what you already have and do something with it to bump it up from hobby level. My brother-in-law, for example, has a lawn care business, and his son and stepdaughters have from time to time been part of his crew. I have a friend who's a cancer survivor, and she turned to clean eating to help her with her health strategy. And she took her love of gardening and growing her own organic plants, and she turned that into a workshop for others on a similar journey. She invites him to come to her home and teaches them about growing organically, and she demonstrates recipes from seasonal items she's picked from her garden, and she even has an online course to go along with that. Join an MLM is another strategy. Now, a lot of people are scared of joining network marketing business opportunities, sometimes called MLMs or multi-level marketing, but guys, relax. It is just another business model, and it actually is a really awesome way to tap into a very low-risk, low-risk opportunity that has the potential to create brand-new millionaires. I see it all the time. Now, I'm going to, yes, there are lots of failures, but tell me about all the people you know who have tried and failed, and let me remind you once again, it is a low-risk entry. A lot of people are willing to walk away from an investment of a few hundred dollars versus when they started a start from scratch that cost them thousands. According to the IRS, the average start from scratch costs more than $6,000 to get going, whereas entry into an MLM is a few hundred dollars. And because of the cost of entry, a lot of people will ditch the opportunity at the first sign of struggle, whereas they'll hang in there when they've paid several thousand dollars for their start from scratch that has zero support and zero turnkey setup. Whatever you have an interest in, there's chances that there's a turnkey, low-costing, micro-franchise, which is my preferred way of calling it, MLM that can help you start your journey. And once you've gotten your feet wet, you've gotten some support, some business strategy, some know-how to help you transition from employee to employer, many go on to ditch the MLM and move into their start from scratch, which now they have a better foundation for Another strategy for increasing income is investing your money in things where you don't have to actually show up to work for anything to make that money. Now, the stock market, foreign exchange currency trading, joining a pool of angel investors that pool their money towards uh, investing opportunities can all deliver fantastic returns. I encourage you to research those. 
Uh, I even have in Debt Free Wealth Radio Show archives um, interviews I've had with experts weighing in on some of these strategies that can help you make more money. But these are not necessarily my area of expertise, but I do invite experts and I share those with you in various interviews in the show archives. So turning your, bumping up your hobby or using what you already have, joining an, joining an MLM and investing your money, just some of the in, many income-creating strategies. But let's move on now to avoiding debt, which was strategy number two. So number one was make more money. Number two was avoid debt. Now, avoiding debt is not the same as paying down your existing debt. Those are two sides of the debt coin. There are strategies for deleting debt, and many of these have already been discussed in Debt Free Wealth Radio Show archives. Just go through them, scroll through for the past show. I'm talking about avoiding new debt. Debt is truly the fastest way to become an economic slave, no matter how much you earn. I have this clip with Kanye West out of Forbes magazine, and it says, according to Forbes magazine, Kanye West averages $1.1 million a night while touring and has ranked and has raked in about 72 million before taxes over the last three years. Yet this rapper and fashion designer recently took to Twitter to announce that he's 53 million in debt. And that is a post from February of this year. Avoiding new debt is really important on the road to freeing yourself from economic slavery. Try not to wipe that, swipe that card for groceries and so on just because it's the easiest, mindless way to acquire your purchase. Devise a spending plan that puts you in control of the dollars you do have available to you and plan your spending around your cash flow. It may mean you have to wait a day or two to buy something. It may mean you rent that equipment instead of buying it. It may mean you shop the consignment store, but try to avoid new debt. Now, there truly is some debt that's difficult to avoid, such as buying a vehicle or buying a home. But today, there are things like Lyft and Uber. And sometimes buying a home may not be the right thing for you to do at this, this stage of your life. Proverbs 22, verse 27 says, don't build your house and establish a home until, until your fields are ready and you're sure that you can earn a living. Now, some of us are in a different situation post the recession. So we had all that established post the recession. We lost and we're in a situation now. So I understand that some of us are in a situation. But in general, don't build your house and establish a home until your fields are ready and you're sure that you can earn a living, Proverbs 24, 27. In other words, guys, build your house after you have created the income that affords you to do so. Last but not least is keep more money. So the three strategies we're talking about today was make more money, avoid debt, and keep more money. These are the three strategies to um, getting out of economic slavery. Keeping more money and is not the same as making more money. Making money and keeping money are two different skill sets. And, and that was very clear from the Kanye West thing that I just read. There are people who actually make very little money, but they have a great discipline to save and always seem to have money on them. And we know who they are. They're the ones we turn to to borrow when we have spent all our money because we didn't have the self-discipline to save. Saving, cutting your taxes by becoming an entrepreneur, opening IRAs, moving your money from, from cash, which devalues every time there's an inflation, 
into appreciating assets such as gold and valuable art are just some ways of making of keeping more of the money that you do have. Again, for the sake of time, I cannot dive into that in more detail here on this show. But for those of you who are ready to escape economic slavery, please consider connecting with me to learn how you can become a profitable steward. It truly is a journey, a journey that I'm on. Here at Profitable Stewardship Inc., I move Christian income earners to become profitable stewards of what God has put under their control so that they can enjoy debt-free wealth and give more to the things that move their hearts. Guys, prosperity is not entitled, but it truly is within reach. And if this sounds like something that you'd like to explore, connect with me for a free consultation. I promise you, you will feel heard and you will walk away with resources whether or not you decide that it makes sense to continue this conversation further. Trudy Behrman here. I am super simple to find, and I do look forward to connecting with you.